local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yao. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here with you on Thursday as we continue our coverage of local high school sports with no no better way to, to cover high school sports than to go right to the source, Mo. And our local coaches have been phenomenal to work with. Got a chance yesterday to talk to the brand new Independence football coach, Scott Stidham. He joined us on the show, and that was a, a lot of fun to get to know him a little bit. And looking forward to talking with his former colleague and now his current colleague. <laughs> That's always fun, right? So I'll t- I tell you what we're going to do. First thing we're going to do is talk about Coach's Corner. Because Coach's Corner is brought to you by From the Heart Cafe, and they are phenomenal. Renee and the folks over at From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill do a fantastic job keeping you fed. Well. Deliciously. So make sure to get out to From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill again. As you're going to Henry Horton, right when you make the right off of 90, what is it? 99. 99. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say 96, but I knew that wasn't right because that's Murfreesboro Road. 99. Just turn right and then turn right into the parking lot. It's, It's that simple. Not hard to do. So make sure to go see them and tell them that we sent you. Today on Coach's Corner, Again, we get a chance to talk to Independence Boys basketball coach, Mark Wilkins. Coach, thanks for joining us, and welcome in. Hey, guys. appreciate you having me. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk high school sports with you guys, and uh, it's a great time of the year with basketball getting full swing. Absolutely, Mark. And um, you guys are swinging into things pretty well. Uh, seven and two to this point. Close loss the first week of the season to Hendersonville. Close loss at the end of the month to a really good Cane Ridge team. And, you know, I don't know what you take from those games early on, but I would imagine a first-year coach getting settled in with your team, you, you've got to like what you've seen out of your bunch to this point. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed the way we competed, you know, and I think that's been the progress we've hopefully made since playing Hendersonville. And, and there were some excuses we could build in about, you know, um, it being early, it being away, it being the, the first of two games that day. But, you know, that's something we're really trying to get past. That, you know, that energy that we had against Cane Ridge or other loss was not there that morning against Hendersonville. And so I think that's been our biggest thing that we've I've learned, at least so far, is that the intensity, the excitement, the focus, um, as you're dealing with teenagers and you're dealing with a brand-new coach, you know, um, that's something that we've had to kind of sift our way through and through our way our way through, and um, you know I, I'm really been very pleased with how we competed uh, the last week or so, two weeks right after that Cane Ridge game. Um, our our guys have kind of shown that there's potential there still, and if we continue to get better every day and every week, I really like our chances coming around March. Yeah, you know 
that that's kind of what you're working toward and playing teams like Cane Ridge with a guy like Brendan Miller and a, a guy that you would definitely see in the state tournament more than likely, or at least on the way to the state tournament. You know, th- those are the right. teams that you have to play uh, in order to get to that point. So find out where you are now and what you need to work on, right? And, and I think that's kind of been a positive for this team as over the last two or three years, you've seen Independence Boys basketball on an upward trajectory. Yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. And that's something that at the beginning of the year, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, we just scheduled the runner-up and they're bringing back a pro. What am I doing? Uh, but, you know, I, I tribute to the, our guys that they just came out there and there was no fear in our eyes at all. I felt like the whole night. And, um, you know, and that's what you want. It felt like a playoff game. You know, I know Mo was there and every possession, the crowd, um, and those are hard to replicate in December. And so, thankfully, we have that underneath our belt. Um, that was the best thing about that night is, you know, it was a December loss and not a February loss and not a March loss. And, um, you know, those games are extremely important for us to continue to get if we want to be a team that plays in the state tournament March. We want our season to end at Murfreesboro. Um, and so let's just start with the end in mind. And, and we got a great test then. And, uh, you know, we've had great games against uh, since then. You know, Father Ryan is a really extremely coached, uh, well, extremely coached, um, well-coached team. And, you know, they play us a tough game. And then we had a, a first Williamson County game last week against Page. And, uh, man, they play hard. And our guys were excited about that one because it was how we ended our season last year. So, you know, every game kind of has a different story, a different feel to it. Um, but we're hopefully just trying to get more consistent with how hard we play and how well we execute. It's interesting, Mark, that you mention, you know, the atmosphere for that Cane Ridge game and, and your last game against um, – page your first Williamson County matchup because you've got another one coming up Friday night as Brentwood comes to your place both page and Brentwood have been district games previously for independence with reclassification that's no longer the case but I'm not sure that that will change anything in terms of the atmosphere for this one Brentwood coming in at six and one and they also are under a new coach so I don't know what you know about them, what you knew about them, but what are your expectations as you go into this one? Well, you're exactly right about just the feel of the game. I think our guys have had a different feel this week with practice. I and mean, we've been off for a week with our exams, um, but I don't, you couldn't really tell up a high with practice in the sense of just excited. Um, there's some fire in our bellies because we know they're good. And, you know, you look around Middle Tennessee, Brentwood's been a name up there for several years as far as one of the best teams uh, in our county, at least, and uh, in Franklin recently as well. They've had a good surge. and um, you know, But Brentwood's been in the state tournament since I've been around several times. Um, you know, it, it's different coaches, different times, but uh, they've been very successful. And, um, you know, they're having that season again. And, you know, Coach, when you talk about Middle Tennessee coaches, Coach Bond's one of those that's up there at the top. He's a great coach. He does a uh, phenomenal job. You know, we've seen five different defenses. I wouldn't expect six or seven on tomorrow night. He does a incredible job of just giving you different looks and trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, and so, you know, it's, I, it's, I guess the way I would say it is the people who are probably least familiar with this are coach Bond and I, our kids know, you know, what, what it means, how it feels, um, you know, what that Brentwood versus independence game has been over the years. And so we're excited. I think he and I are just, I know I am just get in this game uh, and compete against a, another really good team here in Middle Tennessee. Speaking with Mark Wilkins here on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Coach Wilkins, the first-year guy with the boys' basketball program at Independence. And, you know, Mark, when you walk into – typically when a coaching change takes place, 
you're stepping into a situation that isn't necessarily a great situation. That's not been the case with you and this independence program. You walk in and there's a Jet Montgomery there and there's a Cameron Bell there. I mean, there's there's talent on this roster. Um, yeah. When, when you inherit a guy like a Jet Montgomery as a coach, what does that do in terms of how you approach things? Yeah, it's a great question. He's a special kid, as you know. Um, anyone around Middle Tennessee knows Jack Montgomery. If they don't know, they will, as the years go on. He's just a sophomore. Um, but, you know, he has made me a better coach in the sense of I get to kind of just relax a little bit more because he bails us out. You know, I feel like a lot. And um, we, we, he does, he's, what I would say, even before all of that, though, what I noticed about him this summer is that his teammates, wanted him to shoot. His teammates were finding him. A lot of these times, these guys are older than him. They're two or three years older than him, uh, but they know that gives us the best chance to be successful, and it shows that he has great humility. Um, and so I was always impressed, I have always been impressed with Jets' um, humility. Um, it's just that he wants to win, and I think it's our team feeds off that. In the meantime, we're going to try to get him the ball as much as possible. It's no secret. You're going to try to get your best players the ball and the best positions on the floor, and and Jet, you know, continues just to come through for us night after night. He makes tough shots, and um, he makes me look a lot smarter. Like, that play was exactly how I designed it, which in all reality wasn't that case. It was just <laughs> Jet being Jet. And so, um, you know, but it's a special situation when your best scorer can be one of the best teammates. I mean, it just makes everything so much more cohesive. cohesive and um, uh, it's exciting to watch, and thankfully he's just a sophomore. And to go back to your previous comment, you were talking about Troy Bond and the defenses that Brentwood has shown to this point. And when you've got a guy like a Jet Montgomery, a dynamic scorer averaging about 22, 23 points a game for you guys so far, it's not if you're going to see boxing one, triangle and two, that kind of thing. It's when. Is that, I mean, is that fair to say? Right. Yeah, it is. You know, he does a great job of scheming and scouting. Um, we expect to see it. I wouldn't be surprised to see if we tip off tomorrow night, but even if it's not boxing one or triangle or two, you know, what I would call shading or being aware. I mean, they're not just going to treat Jet like he's anyone else. They're going to know where he's at all the time and stand closer to him. Maybe they would somebody else. And so, um, thankfully, he does an incredible job of moving off the ball. He's a great feel. He has great footwork. He gets his feet planted, you know, whenever he needs to take off, take off for a shot. And then we have teammates. We have other guys on four, too. You know, when you're going to try to take one guy out, and I don't blame you for trying, we have other guys that are very much willing to step up and hit shots, and, and we have seen some of that this year, and thankfully our guys have not panicked. Um, just hit, stepping in and hitting a shot or two really takes the, the ease off of you know everyone else pressing to get Jets the ball every time. But, no, I would not be surprised if Stoy comes out and, and, and does that with his guys. And, um, you know, I think we have a great team. We'll find a way to continue to, to score points. Yeah, one of those guys that is able to hit some shots for you, Owen Reese, who is just – a an absolute dagger from the outside. He he can kind of make things a little bit easier too when you have to settle for a shot that maybe you don't get inside or 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 something like that. He's a guy that you can look for to uh, again kind of bail you out in a situation where you're, you know, you're not getting a high percentage shot unless he's shooting it. No, I'm so glad you brought him up. He is a relentless worker and he is somebody who you, it's easy to cheer for. Just a great kid who do whatever you want him to do and um, he's had a great start to the season. I'm so excited for him. He's shooting really great percentages all over the floor, and it kind of has changed our style of play a little bit to play a little bit faster because him and Jet, um, you know, and Cameron, when his feet are set, 
Houston Hicks, those guys need three or four attempts. You know, Chet needs eight attempts. Owen needs six, seven attempts from the three. You know, just the percentages of it is just incredible. So we've been trying to get up and down a little bit more and make it a higher possession game so that we can have some of our best shooters getting free more often and getting the shots that we want in transition. And, and so far this season, we've been able to do that. And thankfully, you know, it's, come, it's worked for us. And Owen's done a great job of getting himself ready for this moment. And um, he makes things a lot simpler, too. When you're trying to deny Jet, we'll just pass it one more time over. And I feel very confident with Owen shooting the ball. You know, Mark, you mentioned Cameron Bell among those perimeter shooters, and when he walks out on the floor, that's not necessarily where you expect to see him, but that's a part of his game that it looks like has come along over the summer and the offseason, and he's a guy that you're comfortable shooting it from behind the arc. Yeah, he had a huge three the other night. We did not shoot it well, actually, against Page, um, but the fourth quarter the other night is a tight ball game, and he stepped into it with a lot of confidence and knocked it down, and kind of put us ahead and gave us breathing room for a few minutes. And, you know, he's really developed that part of his game. And, you know, that's where basketball is now. Um, you know, my dad's a Hall of Fame coach, and he's always been a post player. And a uh, post player coach wants the guy, ball to go inside. But, you know, even he would admit to you that the thing, the basketball has changed. You need all five guys to be able to shoot, dribble, and pass. And, and thankfully, our guys who are six, seven, six, eight can do those things still. And so it's a very uh, – your comment earlier about the team that I'm walking in through, into, we had a lot of guys that could play basketball and not necessarily tr- traditional post player or only a point guard. Uh, I think that's what's fun about basketball now is you can do a lot of things that maybe are against the norms for a long time when it comes to basketball. i tell you what. And Cameron's certainly one of those. We, we've talked for about 12 minutes, and Tyus Anderson's name has not come up, which is probably a travesty on all three <laughs> of our parts. But um, he's just kind of that yeah. glue guy for you, isn't he? He is. You know, I told him just the other day in practice, I said, the name I hear more so far this season from people watching our team is Tyus Anderson. You know, people see Jet and they know what Owen's doing and Cameron's, you know, obviously doing his part too, but just his ability to pass the ball and see the floor, it's honestly unlike any player I've ever played. Um, he is a, a taller point guard, um, and maybe he's not always the one that's knocking me up and getting to the rim, but man, his passing ability is, is like I said, it's, it's unlike anything I've seen. And he sees the floor. He's a great leader. He also has the ability on the other side of the ball to get a deflection and get a steal when we have to have one. Um, and that's not something that I coach necessarily. I just, that's just a kid making a play, you know. And, and Tyus has, has done that for us a lot this year. It's so excited for him to have this senior season that he's having. And, you know, there's no secret too. We have a, a freshman phenom in Thailand, uh, Lewis. And it's so fun for me to have these two guys together for a year. Because I think Tylen is going to be an extremely special player. Uh, he's getting to learn from a, a great person in Tyus and a great worker. Um, and they get to kind of compete against each other every day. And so this year has been special for both of them to grow together. Coach Mark Wilkins here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Guys, I appreciate you. You guys do an awesome job promoting high school sports. So, Thank you so much for what you're doing. I look forward to seeing you at the next game. Absolutely. Again, that's Brentwood at Independence tomorrow night, Friday, 7.30, tip. So, Roughly. Roughly. Following the girls. Yeah. We'll be right back with more high school hoops talk right after this.